Hello. Are you a senior who's not quite ready to play golf, lounge on the beach, or watch TV all day? Are you tired of sheltering in place, boring Zoom meetings that are non-age appropriate, or virtual tours of another museum? Well, then stick around. We're about to engage in a little sage-inspired conversation instead. We welcome you to our Seniors Chatting with Seniors podcast. Here we share important memories and events from years gone by. We'll discuss topics with our guests that are important to them. As listeners, we want you to realize you are not alone. We all share similar thoughts and feelings. And just perhaps, just perhaps, together we can brighten someone's day. Your hosts have been leading a seniors group called Sages of BG in their hometown since 2017. And here they are, my parents, Judy and Michael Yublowski. Hi, Mike. Thanks for joining uh, me today on Seniors Chatting with Seniors. I know we share a couple of groups together, and I noted that the last time uh, we were communicating, you um, were commenting on a presentation we did about 1968. I understand you graduated from college in 68, didn't you? Yeah, that's correct. I went to a small liberal arts college, Adrian College in Adrian, Michigan, and uh, graduated in 1968, May or June, went around that time period. What kind of, How small of a town was it? Oh, the school was only 1,500 students at the most. Uh, I remember how big the, t- the town It's a small school. It, at the time, was right now, it's doing incredibly well. It, it, they had got a new president, and you know they're doing well. It's been uh, it's 50 years since I've been there, so long time. I know we do share something in common because we were we both were involved at one point in time with the uh, United States Air Force. Uh, what's what's your background well, with that? My uh, there's a group of uh, I think five of us that were fraternity brothers of mine all took the Air Force exam to be pilots. We all passed the written exam. I did not pass the physical exam. I had wandering eye problem, which kind of cut me out of a pilot or navigator. So, you know, I didn't wear glasses at the time, so I really wasn't aware of it. So in- interestingly, all the other guys went on. I mean, some of them, one of them stayed in the Air Force uh, as in the reserves all the way up to being a major. The other guys got out after, I don't know, four to six years, however long they had to do it. Do you have an interest in flying or was it oh, just something? No, it was basically, remember, this is a Vietnam War era. I, well, I, I'll go on to another part of this. I graduated from, when I graduated, again, May or June, it was within a week or two, I got my notice for, you know, physical. So I'm from Elyria, Ohio. That's on the west side of Cleveland. When I went back there to, you know, comply with having the physical, it was like a high school reunion. I ran into a lot of guys that I knew. We all got in a bus and went into Cleveland and had the exam, uh, came back, and I was now 1A. So quite eligible for the draft, which uh, kind of inhibited me to a certain extent to find a decent job. So, but I, you know, I still had time to kill. So I worked at a, a you may know about it, it's a place called Cedar Point in Ohio. It's an amusement park. You know, I did that for a summer for something to do. Lived in a cottage in Huron with another friend of mine. And it was a, it was a good summer, but didn't know what was going to happen next. Go on. I didn't, after that ended, I really didn't know what I wanted to do with myself. I couldn't find a decent job. In October, I got drafted. It, it was like another reunion. When it, you know, reported for that, it was a number of guys that I knew. I, 
I just think that we were geographically in a place that they picked. This is before the lottery, so I have no idea, you know, what what happened. But that's that's what happened. I, and uh, got drafted in October and reported in January of two of 1969 to go to basic training. And you spent a couple of years in Nam, didn't you? Just one. In 19, what I did, well, this is, I remember, it was winter. I had basic and advanced infantry training in Fort Dix, New Jersey in the winter. You can imagine this. It's cold. They put you in uh, combat boots and galoshes, and you have to run 20 miles. It's uh, it's a, It was an exercise. I was in damn good shape when I got out of that. No, I, I basically was there through... It was somewhere around, I think I was there through sometime in the summer of 69. They sent me to Fort Benning, Georgia for a while. And then I went to Vietnam, November of 1969. Interestingly enough, that's something I told my kids this year. That I don't think they've realized it. The day I lost, you lose a day when you go over the international date line. The day I lost was Thanksgiving 1969. So for me, that's a day that didn't exist. Then I spent spent one year. I was in the infantry uh, and did some other things besides that and came back November 1970. And I was done with the Army at that point in time. They gave me an early out. What did you do after that? I didn't know what to do, so I... Uh, Basically, uh, at the urging of my father, because he wanted me sitting around, I went to community college. I had a liberal arts degree from Adrian. It really, at the time, I did it all, and that was my father's influence. The concept was that you get a liberal arts degree and companies might train you. Well, that concept went away, you know, during the couple of years that I was involved in all this. So I went to community college, took business courses, didn't know what I wanted to do, liked accounting. It was very basic accounting, and we did the journal entries and debits and credits, and I took some other things like economics. But really what I figured out is I'm not going to be able to get a job without having a degree in accounting. So I knew some people at Ohio State so I could go find a place to live. And I went there on to start off with an as continuing education. I didn't have to apply as a uh, regular student. So kind of established myself as, you know, doing, you know, reasonably well. Then I applied for, you know, to get a degree and uh, I had the GI Bill, which basically paid for it, plus a small amount of loans, nothing compared to what people do today. I could do it all on a credit card. So that's how I did it. I got, got through and Got a degree in accounting in about two years, two maybe two and a quarter years, and uh, went on from there. That's great. I uh, I wound up taking freshman accounting in my graduating senior year at Illinois Institute of Technology because I switched majors seven days into my senior year, much to the demise of the of my advisor, so as to say. You know, he said oh, you yeah. can't do this, and I said, oh yeah do it. And he found enough credits because I was taking, I was in Air Force ROTC for three years. So he found enough liberal arts credits there to allow me to still graduate by the end of the year. But I was taking all of these freshman classes and I was in accounting in my graduating senior half year. And I was I was so bad. I was almost flunking the class. I didn't understand it. And I, yet I had taken three years of college math. And I went up to the instructor and I said, if you flunk me, I can't graduate. So he gave me a D and I was able to graduate. And when I went for my master's degree, what happened was I said, I better take accounting to make sure that I'm going to be able to get through master's school. And I took accounting, the master's program. And the first class that I was in, 
the instructor said, if you had any problems with accounting before, all you really have to do is remember that a credit is a plus sign and a debit is a minus sign. And it was like the sky opened up and the sunshine came down. And I said, oh, that's real easy. And guess who aced, you know, the midterm in accounting and set the curve? It was me, (laughs) which I could not believe. (laughs) Absolutely. I think think being out of school, though, for a year or so and actually in the workforce helped me out quite a bit when I went for my master's degree. Well, from my experience at Ohio State, uh, I was with a group of guys who were all Vietnam veterans, and we helped each other get through it all some people were better at other parts than you know than that but it was it, it all worked it all worked out but you know being in the workforce i i started off working for craft foods as a traveling internal auditor in the northeastern part of the united states i've probably been cripe all over the place in northern canada i uh, did that for about five years and then they brought me to chicago that's why i got to chicago but at some point i figured out i really got to get a cpa to progress i was out of school seven years and it was like starting over again. I took the Becker course and it took me a couple of years to get through it, but I eventually got through it. So but that so you have some practical experience, you have some more motivation too. Absolutely. So do you think that the presentation kind of opened up some of these memories? I know it did for doing the research work did for me. I mean, I didn't remember much about what happened in 1968 until Judy and I started doing the research work. Well, the music did. You know, that's part of when you play it, I can remember it. I don't know that I could have made that direct association. Some of the other world events were going on. I really didn't remember them. Again, during the time periods I was in school, both at Adrian and later at Ohio State, you're just, I feel like you're in another world. You know, I had no real touch with you know, what was going on around the world. I was only focusing on what I was doing and the people I was around. So, yeah, when you mentioned like 1972, that's a pure blank to me. I was going year round at Ohio State and I couldn't tell you what was going on anywhere else. So, well, I want to thank you for joining me today. I'm sorry Judy couldn't be with us today, but uh, it was real, real enjoyable. And, you know, getting to know more about you and your background, uh, I really I appreciate the time. Thank right, you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for an episode of Seniors Chatting with Seniors. Please visit our website for trivia games, Zoom presentations, and information about our local seniors group. Click on the website link at anchor.fm or go to abncparties.com. If you have any feedback on today's episode, if you want to suggest a topic, or if you want to join us on a future podcast, send us a voice message at anchor.fm or use the contact form on our website. We love to hear from you. Join us again next time for more Seniors Chatting with Seniors. And thanks for listening.